0: Hello. Welcome to Psychopath in Your Life. This is episode number 67. And I'm your host, Diane Emerson. I'm the author of the book, Psychopaths in Our Lives, My Interviews. And today, I actually have a follow-up on a story that we did probably, I don't know, it's it's been a few months ago. I'll just bring you a a short recap. Um, I had heard from a nice young man who was involved in a relationship with a woman who had declared herself to have a dark side psychopath. And he was pondering whether he could adjust to life with her. Um, And she had run off and gone with some guy who was into some religious thing. So there was some of that weaved into the story. Um, What I'll do after the podcast is I'll go ahead and look up that series and Post it down in the links below. So, speaking of the links below, if you do email me using the contact box at the website, Same name as the podcast, psychopathinyourlife.com. You need to put your email address in that form. Or I can't see where you're from. And that was the whole idea of the box. So that if you wanted to email privately, you could certainly do that. Or my actual direct email address is also in the links right below the podcast. So enough of that. So anyway, so we had pretty much left it with, they had split up. So I recently heard from him, and we don't really, at least myself over the years, I don't usually get to hear the end of the story, and there's lots of reasons for that. I mean, people move on with their lives, and I certainly don't feel like you got to tell me what happened, but it's always nice to hear a story because what I do get asked a lot of is, will this ever end? And that in itself is an extraordinarily valid question to ask. And yes, it does end, and it can have a happy ending. But keep in mind that over the years, what i found is sometimes people will connect and say, well, yeah, over the situation, moving on, but then yet to get entrapped again. And I don't know off the top of my head the statistics, but um, domestic abuse situations, which clearly... I think a relationship with a psychopath fits into that arena. I mean, if you're at work, you're being abused by one with one. If you're in a relationship, clearly being gaslit and all these other things as abuse. So, But anyway, the recovery rate is, um, it, it can take a lot of tries to get away because there's a lot of dynamics going on there. So just because you leave a relationship and then rejoin that relationship based on knowing what you're rejoining It's because we people are comfortable with old patterns. And so, and when that happens, that's not the time not to talk anymore because there's no shame in that. Statistically, it can happen. So, that said, please know that yes, there are happy endings. And what is that? Oh, I always mix quotes up. Um, Let me see. Recovery, um, setbacks are part of recovery. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. But anyway, you get what I mean. So anyway, so let's get on to this story because it's really a good one. And I'm so pleased to hear from him. And he wrote to me just recently. So we've exchanged a few emails and I'd like to give you an update on how he's doing. I mean, he's had some time in between to think about whether it would be possible to be with this person. So let's get going here. Hi, Diane. Thank you for the support. I hope that people can take what they need from my story and move on from any damage that might have been done in their lives. Since writing to you last time, I have done a whole bunch of resetting. As I had mentioned, I was at a very good place when me and her met. I was very happy with who I was and how I was going about my life. I was very happy when we started dating, and then that happiness carried on through our eight months together. Of course, when things ended, I hit a pretty low bottom. The contrast between how I felt a few weeks earlier and how I felt after breaking up was tangible. Things started getting better when I started making peace with the fact that she was a psychopath and that everything we had done and any potential future with her would all be a lie. Even though I could be happy living that lie, I think I would have been, it would have been very hard pretending to be somebody I was not, the person that she was molding me into becoming. Fast forward six months from when I sent you my last letter, and I'm happily dating an equally smart and pretty amazing girl that I met through work. We've been going out for three months now, and I'm all but cured from the sadness which followed my experience last year. That said... I learned so much from dating a psychopath. I don't regret anything. It's one of the times in my life that I will look back at in 20 years' time and realize that I became a better person from it. Maybe a bit paranoid as I am now acutely alert to any signs that people I meet might be psychopaths. I guess it is better to err on the side of caution and how cautious I was when I started dating someone new. I must admit that I still think about her every day. I'm saying the emphasis on it because it's in all caps. And that this will probably continue for a while. I guess some part of me still cares. Or maybe I want to show her that I could move on. Deep down, I still want to see her again. I know this will ultimately be fruitless as nothing positive can result in meeting again. I keep telling myself that I want to be the bigger person and not hold a grudge, even after everything that she put me through. I've never held anything against anyone ever, at least not longer than it took me to remind myself that we all make mistakes and that people do things out of instinct as much as reason. I promised myself that I would stop worrying about it if things and getting angry at people. I know this opens me up to being taken advantage of. Right now though, my goal is to be happy. It's worked well so far. I was pretty happy when I started dating the new girl and that has snowballed into a very solid relationship. I'll keep you updated. Bye for now, Sam. Hi Sam, thanks for the update. I rarely have the opportunity to hear the rest of the story. I'm really glad to hear from you. I actually felt like I had been a bit harsh with you when I was reading our emails again. I guess not because you seem to be on the road. Not because you seem to be on the road. What do I remember that? Well, anyways, I think it is natural after an experience like you have gone through to be suspicious of people. If you didn't know me, one would get the idea I'm downright paranoid, LOL. I am very cautious. I am not so sure that you would have ended up happy, but I do agree that she would have been molding you, and really that would be awful down the road, at least what I would guess. I think it is very healthy to live without regrets. We all learn and grow as time goes on. Clinging onto the past will only keep us stuck. Sometimes life just goes in a new and unexpected way when we can let let off the gas a bit and observe things around us with a fresh look. My only concern would be fond memories of the past, which are shaded. It is the human mind at work and can be both a blessing and a curse. If we gloss over things, they are likely to appear again. Do you think it might be because of the chemical reaction a person gets in a relationship that keeps bringing the good times back to mind and blocking out the bad? I am very interested. I am not sure it is a good thing to have either fond or hateful memories, so I wonder about why everyone or most everyone looks back at these relationships with anything close to fondness. I am not from the hatred school of thought, but curious why based on what she pu- put you through that you might think fondly of her. Best regards, Diane. Hi Diane, You played a big part in the rest of my story, and I don't think you were being harsh at all. You said it like it was. The new person that I met wants us to be open and upfront about everything we think and feel. I don't have to pretend to be anybody, and she knows all about my story with her. I don't know how I would have done had I had to live up my life pretending. It would have been exhausting. I've never known, though, so that's why I considered living that lie. I'm just extremely lucky that I met this new person. I completely agree that we mustn't live with regrets. It means we should avoid decisions that would lead to regret, but then if we make mistakes, we should always learn whatever we can and then move on. And it's a moving on part that I sometimes struggle with. Not that I keep regretting anything, but more that I always want to fix things. I absolutely hate open endings, and that's how it feels with her. We never had a real talk when things ended, and I avoid drawing conclusions on my own. That said, maybe I didn't want to draw conclusions because the truth was hard to accept. I think our minds are wired for survival, and in my life, giving somebody the benefit of the doubt has always brought more good than bad. It doesn't change from person to person, which is why I still don't hold anything against her. I do not doubt that she is a psychopath, but I do not blame her for anything. It's instinct, right? Some people just have less control over it than others. Kind regards, Sam. Hi, Sam. Thanks for letting me know. There is a thin line between being frank and too rough that I would never like to cross. I agree that a person doesn't have to go from love to hate. That seems to be more what is expected. I think when we leave any kind of relationship with hate in our hearts, it impacts our own healing. Too much nasty stuff in the hate thing. I have been avoiding the use of the word recently, and it is interesting how often it crops up in thoughts or words either from me or around me. Do I really hate the way my hair looks today? seems a bit extreme and should be used with great caution. I know that I could only be in my own head, so I try to stay in that lane. With psychopaths, it's much different. To them, it's all about control, period, nothing more. That is why I've been talking about the question of, do psychopaths deserve love? I hardly think so, but it is a hard one to point out to people who love them so deeply. Unrequited love. The catch is they are so very good at projecting that they do love, it can be tricky to sort them out of your life. It is possible she may surface in the future. They do tend to do that. Do you have any mutual friends with her that might be sharing information about you? Diane. Dear Diane, I agree that the word hate gets thrown around too much. And it's the same with a lot of words, love, amazing, perfect, etc. There aren't enough words to describe the feelings we are having during and after a relationship with a psychopath. I think this is one of the reasons that it is so hard for people to express their feelings about it. To fully express the emotion to an outsider, we are required, required to go through the whole story. This is often too difficult which leads to the victim which leads to the victim to internalizing everything. I guess the more empathetic someone is, the more levels of emotion they have and the more detailed their description of events must be for them to feel that they're communicating effectively. As for love, and whether or not psychopaths deserve it, as my pastor once said, love thy neighbor but sometimes love them from a distance. I like that quote. As for her, I have a feeling that she might reappear someday. We do not have any recent mutual friends. She also didn't share much with many people other than her immediate family. So no longstanding close personal friends. None that I know of anyway. Do you think I should just flat ignore any future contact? I have no idea, to be honest. Kind regards, Sam. Hello, Sam. I really like the quote from your pastor. Very true. I think the word ghosting helps for me with some people. I may not like a lot of things, but that doesn't mean I'm going to invest my energy into a big deal over something that will never work in any case. Why get into all that? Sometimes it is just as simple as keeping your distance and thinking of your own safety and sanity. I would guess that yes, in fact, she may emerge in the future. They seem to have that pattern, so it is more likely than not. I will answer it this way. There is nothing, and I scream out those words, to gain by ever having a simple discussion with her. The initial good times will flood back with her help in reminding you of the great times. And that small part of hope will blossom into thinking, maybe, just maybe, maybe, She is telling you the truth. But really, she will be telling you what she knows will work to lure you back in. There is absolutely nothing I can see that will be of any good to you. Even one of the psychopaths in my book made the same comment. It happens all the time that the victims get entangled again and again. It's your choice to have healthy relationships, And if that is your choice, then do not answer or even speak to her, ever. Here is the risk you run with, even you might view as a simple conversation. She knows where you are vulnerable and will act very nicely in the beginning, but you will be left with a shattered heart. You deserve so much more than her. She was just your tuition to learn about psychopaths, but it is up to you with your knowledge to rebuff them. You know it will never turn out well. Why sign up for more pain? Best regards, Diane. So that sums up our conversation. And um, I think that there's some very um, interesting observations that Sam has made in this email as far as the entanglement. And um, the psychopath in my book, I think he says something like, when we were talking about... um, Getting back into relationships and what he said was something along the lines of, well, oh yeah, I know what he was doing. He was analyzing some comments and he said, well, the first mistake that she made was picking up the phone. And actually there's a a bit of truth, a lot of truth and bluntness to that. They know if you pick up that phone, that's that's the first thing. They know if you answer that text or whatever people communicate with these days. But in any case, they usually don't give up and it's about control. So the minute they sense you're doing better, they just may reappear. So it's always better in life to have a plan. Like what would you do if the psychopath in your life showed up? What would your plan be? Uh, You don't want to just be frozen and caught off guard because until you set up the boundaries of even having a plan things will you know just happen as they happen so let's keep chatting and the, all the links that you need for contact etc are down below just scroll on down and until next week be safe out there goodbye for now